0: You're listening to Art Heroes Podcast, the show to help you thrive as a digital artist. Tune in to learn how to transform your passion into a career. Get inspired by other kick-ass 2D and 3D artists and find out what it takes to be an art hero.
1: Hi guys, this is Maria J.D. Welcome to Art Heroes podcast and it's the second episode in 2021 and all episodes in 2021 are going to be better than the episodes of 2020 because obviously everything in 2021 is better than 2020. I hope we're on the same page and before I bring the guest for today, I'm just gonna share a quick piece of news with all the 3D artists out there, or maybe even 2D artists who want to uh, try themselves in 3D. Uh, Next week, we are hosting a series of free facial anatomy and likeness workshops for 3D artists. So if you guys want to explore facial anatomy and likeness, in detail make sure you join us because there's going to be a ton of learning and as i said it's absolutely free you can find links in the show notes and we'd love you to join because we're making it for you and yeah it starts on monday and uh, you can register today and it's only one week when the workshops are going to be live there are a series of uh, three or four workshops and Uh, We're working on them right now. They're turning out absolutely amazing. And now the guest for today. I'm talking today with Enrico Buffa. Enrico is an amazing concept artist and he works in cartoons. He worked for a Nickelodeon show called It's Pony. He worked in hasbro show called transformers rescue Bots academy and um, a bunch of other amazing uh, projects so his day-to-day is literally creating concept art for cartoons he's gonna walk you through all his process and he's sharing a bunch of um, exciting facts and just like very interesting stuff for everyone who's into animation and uh, for everyone who's interested in getting a job in animation so guys welcome Enrico Buffa Okay, Enrico, we're now live. Thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. Thanks for connecting. And uh, uh, this is our Heroes podcast, and we've got Enrico uh, Bufa Or, well, I'm not gonna say it the wrong <laughs> way. Fine. I was just like, no, no, no. Hi, anyway, Maria. Yeah, thanks and Enrico me. is just like right now live from uh, London, right? Yes. Uh,
0: hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Enrico Bufa and uh, I'm honored to be here talking with you. Uh, and it's actually my first ever. Podcast, so it's pretty exciting. Amazing! <laughs> yes,
1: uh,
0: I'm, I'm here in London, and it's been a nice start of the year, I would say.
1: Definitely, well, start of the year with the continuation of a little bit of lockdown, like everywhere else, <laughs> yeah, well. more or less. That's <laughs> but, fine.
0: You know, we have to. We are hopefully out of it
1: with yes. the vaccine. So, yeah,
0: fingers crossed.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, Enrico. Uh, do you mind if we just start with you? Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, there is a story that I wanted to share with everyone, but maybe we can just start with your introduction. Why don't you just like uh, tell us a little bit about what you do now and uh, um, yeah, and sure. how you are <laughs> in the industry.
0: So um, I'm Italian. I live in London now. Uh, I started my career um, working. Um, for almost for about one year in a small stop motion animation studio uh, in Italy and then I moved to Milan where was my first real job in the industry Um, and it was a 3D animation show uh, for the biggest national TV and uh, sorry what I do actually is concept art (laughs) um, visual (laughs) development artist so basically (laughs) I design locations and props like objects for the for cartoons. Um, So that's my main uh, role. Um, So after my first job in Milan, where I was working for this 3D animated show, um, I moved to Dublin, where I was working on a another show for Osbro and was on the Transformers. And I was doing backgrounds. So that was a real fast paced uh, project really really big company big um, environment so it was very different from working in Italy and I can say that that was my you know real um, you know that made, made me uh, made uh, um, my entrance in the industry a bit easier from that, uh, from then because uh, I, I have been able to uh, get other jobs after that more quickly more easily yeah awesome
1: and like and and nowadays you're still you're still uh in the same industry in animation Um, exactly yeah
0: so um after that um i've been in dublin for about seven eight months Uh, i finished the project i went back to italy for a brief period and then i got another job and this time was in london um amazing working in central London for about a year and like 14 months uh, on the first season of It's Pony, which is a Nickelodeon new TV show. And it's been great. Uh, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> and after that, I decided to stay in London and continue my research You know, for other projects from here. And also because I couldn't actually move away. <laughs> So, of but no, if my decision was ready to stay
1: here, to be honest. So, um, do you freelance now or you work for a studio?
0: I'm working remotely for a studio that uh, is in Dublin. So, I'm full-time. I'm not a freelancer. I'm actually uh, full-time, but um, my contract is a, as a remote worker. So, wow. I am grateful that the company, you know, can make this, you know, it's been yeah. able to accommodate the artist uh, doing so um yeah
1: <laughs> can you disclose the name of this yeah yeah sure I, i'm working for
0: brownback films um they had uh, they have an office in dublin in manchester and uh toronto bali um i don't want probably some more <laughs> there's a, a few yeah. a few offices so it's pretty big company yeah
1: yeah it is pretty big actually that's that's really um, that's, that, that's really funny because it was a challenge um, here. to
0: um, to start because you know i i started during the pandemic so i started from home so it was very okay. you know i did i need i needed to know everyone uh, in the team so everyone was just an icon on zoom at the beginning but after i here you know you start to know them and now it's basically if i was in the studio it's very you know
1: that's a really interesting choice though like staying in london although i guess uh you don't really have many choices of moving right now as of like in 2020 right yeah
0: Yeah. actually all the team even those that are in dublin they're working from home so there is not much people inside the inside the studio anyway so
1: yeah I i bet i think I think
0: uh, you won't. You will, will. never be the same. Probably not completely having people inside a company in the future, because there is a lot of people that actually is enjoying working from home. So I don't
1: for think sure, it's, uh, for it's sure, good. yeah. So um, as of like day to day, do you now mostly do uh, visual development or concept for like background, or what is your current like situation?
0: Yeah. So now, so the. Um, when I, when I started uh, in, in Dublin, I was a 2D background artist. So I was doing all the backgrounds. Uh, and then I wanted to switch for something that was more creative because I wanted to put more of my ideas into the concept, into the show. So when I moved to London, I was actually doing the concept uh, for the environments of the show. So it was locations, props. And I decided that I wanted to continue with that. Um, So on my current job, the title is 2D Designer, but uh, is actually quite large, how can you say, role. Yeah, yeah, white description, yeah. Exactly, because we go from creating the the locations of the show. um, I go from location to objects, so props, but also we are doing color work. And texture, texture work on characters. So sometimes I'm working also on characters. Um, so it's you know you don't get bored.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, I can it, I, I can get. I love I
0: love that because when it's versatile, you you learn new stuff. You try something new. You can you know you don't get bored and do the same stuff over and over again. So that's perfect for me. Wow. Well, so, some people prefer to do just one thing, but...
1: I know. It's just like a personality <laughs> thing. I know. Exactly. Like certain character artists I know keep working on the same, same project for like months.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. exactly. And if you, if you want to change and you talk with your manager, they're always, you know, uh, available to listen to you and to try and to, of course, you know, um, is a project, you're paid for that. So you have to be professional in what you do. But they are very, you know, trying to listen as much as possible and trying to um, accommodate what the artist needs yeah. are. So,
1: Cool. So now I wanted to share a little bit of a backstory with everyone who's uh, listening to the show, because how I came across Enrico's art was actually through a project that, <laughs> uh, that I saw on Kickstarter that I think it was an amazing project. And uh, it's called Art of Change. Um, yes. and, uh, um, Enrico, do you mind actually sharing a little bit about that project? Because, um, I think it was, it always created a movement and, uh, it's a very exciting, it's a very exciting something that was just pushed out of there by a bunch of digital artists. So yeah, I'm not uh, sure if I've seen impressive. anything like that. So yeah, like. Explain what that was from, from so, a point of view of somebody who participated, yeah. actually moved it.
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. So I actually got uh, the invitation for this project back, I think it was um, February, April, I think. So yeah, um, I got an invitation from uh, Don Yamazi, which is uh, one of the two creators of the project in, uh, together with Dabstone um and at the beginning uh, we were discussing you know um it started um because we wanted to um explain uh what was going on with the world you know the world was sick there is a pandemic uh that uh is affecting everyone so uh, how we can do something all together to um raise funds and uh, for help you know and then something uh it may changed when George Floyd uh, was killed, um, yeah. so the 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 target and the the meaning of the book changed after that. So we wanted to we re-discuss it, and we wanted to uh, help and raise the voice for Black Lives Matter. Um, so yeah, then we had a lot of meetings. We started well. They started to. Call more people in it, and everyone was like super uh, excited. And you know, yes, we have to do this um, because we want to we want to do something about it. We want to make change. Um, so we started to reach out to other artists, and uh, they did an incredible job organizing everything. I know that um, organizing a k- Kickstarter is very very difficult. It's a lot of work, and. So I'm very grateful to be, you know, I just had to do my part, which was we organized small group uh, because it was divided from present, past uh, and future. So we had small groups where we were discussing about what was um, uh, the reason we were doing this because there were a lot of different um, subjects. For example, mm-hmm. my, my team was Truth. Um, So, we did a lot of meetings with other artists and we came up with different solutions. um, And then we proposed it to uh, the largest group. And we came up with different thumbnails and sketches at the beginning. And then we made a selection of these. um, And that's how we started to create a book. Uh, But when we launched the Kickstarter, um, you know, it was still, you know, something that was. Uh, in development, so um, yeah. Uh, after that, we we launched the Kickstarter pretty soon, um, and luckily we we got. Yeah, fans, so tell ready.
1: me a little bit. Uh, eventually, this is a book that mm-hmm. had how many artists? Like, uh... so
0: there are a lot uh, of artists. We are one hundred, and probably it will be a bit more than that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I remember 100, but yeah. I think after that, a few people joined, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think we there will be people joining us because, um, yeah, um, well, I don't know I will, how much I can say, but I, yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. can. Uh, and yeah, I think there will be more people probably at the end of it.
1: Amazing. So it's a it's... book yeah, t- towards the topic uh, of uh, Black yeah. Lives Matter uh, that is totally created by digital artists. Yeah, there
0: are uh, artists from animation, illustration and fine arts, And we, of course, wanted to include or, you know, just uh, reach out to black artists as much as possible. But it's really a book from everyone and uh, from everyone to everyone. So
1: yeah, amazing. I think it was a it was a great idea to do from you know artistic community, and I'd repeat again that I don't see this happening all the time. Uh, yes, very so, touching. Yeah, I know, very touching, very touchy. See, digital mm-hmm. artists coming together because, like, uh, I guess yeah. traditional artists would m- create books more frequently. Uh, but yeah,
0: that's uh, yeah, that's true, um, and you know, um, everyone was like super excited to be part of um you know very few you know like almost everyone uh, was like yes we have to do this uh, something that we really need to to do and uh, yeah to make a change
1: so uh for you that was the first uh, volunteering project of this kind or have you done something similar before
0: yeah i think this one is my first one um yeah like probably that is this important and you know is going well um and, you know, now that we reach the goal and we, you know, we are going to have the book in real life, you know, a real book uh, is going to be amazing. And, um, and actually it was a super learning experience for me because, you know, uh, as a white um, male person, uh, it's something that doesn't affect me directly. So when I was talking with the other guys and in my group, of course, I had um uh, friends and all the people that were experiencing that because they're they live in America and they're black artists uh, they they teach me a lot um, and also a lot not to be you know afraid to uh, kind of uh, say something that might sounds wrong but as long as you want to learn and you know correct your um, your attitude and it's just like really um, listen a lot of listening and learning from uh, other people's experiences. That was uh, one of the best parts, for sure. Not just only producing the art, but really get to know them and sharing their stories. is uh, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: Very interesting. So do you think there is something like a social aspect at all in digital art? Because uh, I would say this project is a clear example, but is there more of like... Uh, social digital art or say like that digital art is more of just uh, entertainment and um, it doesn't really have much to do with like change making
0: well actually I think there is a lot of digital artists like majority I would say that uh, is digital art uh, we have um, actually painters and people that use photog- photographies as well so is you know all kind of techniques um different mediums um so yeah uh, of course like um creating like when we were raising funds um it was super important to share yes. on social medias you know what we were doing because that's how people actually is going to you know know about the project and actually for exactly. the money <laughs>
1: That's the uh, yeah. yeah so, that's about like how I
0: don't so like, about it. It sounds bad, but you have you have to spam basically. You know what I mean? Like of course, <laughs> sharing yeah. sharing a lot and sharing with your family and friends. And of course, like because the the project has a real um, you know, has a real huge importance and is true and is emotional and it's something that we need. Um, everyone was more like likely to you know. Um, share and participate. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And so now, artistically, um, did you learn anything from participating in a book as an artist, and in terms of I don't know techniques or something? And what was your uh, input?
0: So um, as I said, my um, my team was truth. So after a lot of discussing and you know talk about it, we had to, t- to start sharing our sketches and my final artwork is actually um of course in digital <laughs> yeah. um but i start i always i like to start sketching with pencils and you know traditional way but you know because we were doing also on our free time weekends or after work um digital art for me is probably the best and
1: yeah of course best yeah. way
0: to complete the illustration so that was it Awesome. But they awesome. have been amazing. Like they gave us the template. So we were really comfortable in doing that uh, okay. from the artist side. Um, but um, yeah, it was cool.
1: Cool. All right. Awesome. So I'll make sure that we'll put the links here under the uh, episode for people that are watching us on YouTube and uh, a link in the show notes uh, for everybody who's listening to this in Thank the audio you. form so that, you know, like more people could find out and learn about the project and check out um, if you... Illustrations as well. I think it was um, again. It's, uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Um, so um, yeah, of,
0: no, I just wanted to add like a lot of illustration were super powerful and strong and emotional. So I think it really will have an impact on those who will you know have the chance yeah. to have a look or have the book.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still possible to buy the book, right?
0: Uh, well, um, I don't know like how a Kickstarter works but okay. there are plenty of copies. So yeah. I okay. think yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I okay. don't want to
0: say, but yeah, I, I won't say yes because I want everybody to have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. But anyway, I will put a link and uh, yeah, at least, you know, for next time you guys make the <laughs> second project. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back a little bit to uh, what you do day to day. So um, I assume like, you uh, can't talk much about your current project and they don't mm-hmm. want you, but uh, can you just maybe um, um, introduce uh, the most exciting project that you've ever worked on from the past projects?
0: Okay, so um, the current one is pretty fun. Um, it's 3D, I think I can say that it's for Disney Junior. It's not, um, so it's my first one, you know, for, for this client. Of course, through my company, you know, through Bamberg Films. Um, and it's fun because they let me do it's pretty creative. Um, they are happy with my work. So, you know, when everybody's happy, the team is happy, <laughs> um, they trust you and be creative and, you know, you can propose a bit more. Um, the other fun project that I worked on was It's Pony because it was a comedy body show so it's very hilarious um, I would say that compared to my current one uh, it's pony wasn't uh, um, that uh, educational but it was like more entertaining and fun um, so that was a really crazy project in terms of what the characters were doing yeah so so it was a real really real pleasure to watch the animatics and how the final episode uh, turned out and, uh, you know, um, it was hiring on Nickelodeon, which is, uh, you know, uh, close to Spongebob, the uh, Loud House, so in the same group of, let's say, um, show. So um, it was really funny and it was an amazing time, yeah.
1: So um, what is it like actually being an adult working for a kid's show? <laughs> like- <laughs>
0: this question never no no one made it but it's a good question yeah because actually it's uh, it's true um well you learn that we have to actually um it's fun uh but it's also you have to put a lot of attention in um where you are drawing and what's what's the message to not show uh, for example sometimes you don't you try to avoid to design pointy at objects that could uh, you know uh, kids could imitate uh, so he tried to avoid dangerous uh, stuff both in the scripts or in the design uh, phase so except for that we are pretty much you know free to design whatever. how interesting
1: i never thought of pointy objects in the movies yeah like Um,
0: yeah yeah that is (laughs) true or for example i remember that there was a character that and needed to jump on the bed, but uh, the client wants uh, want us to put some helmet, you know, on the head because it was potentially dangerous for a kid to watch it. <laughs> and that was a bit, sometimes you get to a point where it's a bit absurd or crazy and you say, okay, let's cut this scene and just do something else. Uh, so it can happen that uh, we have this kind of limitation just because we have to be, careful on what's hiring on the on tv um but except for that it's pretty you know free cannot- wow
1: very interesting yeah. yes i can totally imagine as a parent i can totally imagine <laughs> yeah exactly
0: for example sometimes fire can be a problem in certain situations you don't want a real kid to start to play you know with fire in the kitchen and stuff like that
1: <laughs> okay yeah no definitely so um uh, and uh you as an artist, you only work with 2D or it's like a mix of 2D and 3D?
0: So um, I'm a two d designer, so I'm gonna always do 2D design on my current project. but I interact a lot with um, 3D artists um, to make sure that what I design is, um, is correct and it's uh, possible to model and there is no design mistakes um yeah, yeah well actually i'm learning myself 3d so yeah. i can help more now because i'm trying to develop my skills in blender so um yeah
1: yeah and uh, so uh and so what are like your let's say major tools um that you work you work professionally with as of so, like software
0: um yeah i, I always use photoshop um, like the, the company has provided me with Photoshop and it's great. Uh, I'm using the Cintiq, which is the, the tablet. Um, I, I, I'm using a 16 inches, um, Wacom, mm-hmm,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: Cintiq, uh, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I've always been using that. So it's pretty <laughs> comfortable for me at this yeah. point.
1: But, I mean, I guess tools are just tools, right? Because in the end, it's just what uh, oh, yeah. you can do with them. Um, yeah, actually,
0: you know. I could I could do everything on pencils, but probably, you know, because you have to interact with other artists, if someone else has to pick up and continue from where you finished or reuse your stuff, is not probably going to be very comfortable for them if you just do everything on paper. So. Yeah. Digital, of course, is much easier. You know, just send a file or share a JPEG
1: or a PSD and
0: is yeah. much easier. Yeah, That's so, the standard of the... the yeah.
1: Industry, yeah. So basically, as a concept artist, do you just start with a script? So you read the script and try to imagine what happens? Or who do you work with?
0: Yeah. So, um, so TV is very fast-paced. So depending... Usually, yes, you start from the script, you read the script, and then... Uh, you you talk with your art director and supervisors or could be uh, a three d supervisor or the episodic director, which is the director of the episode of course yeah. um so um and then you discuss with them on what they're what they want basically from you like in terms of design um what are expectations for the set for the prop and you you know you have different uh difficulties so if it's something very small like a small object you don't have to do many meetings or you can just okay i i know what i can you know understand from the script what's it's needed so you can just start to draw you know with a brief chat with your director if it's more complex you need more information and exactly know um, what the director wants so if there is a lot of action in the set and it's more complex a lot of objects um stuff that breaks or collapse or you know because even if it's an object it could change shape you know it can have a story as well yes so yeah you have to talk a lot and make sure that everyone is giving you all the information to start designing so it's super important that you you go for this with them yeah
1: how interesting
0: (laughs) it's fun like usually it's very yeah like you can put your ideas and they like it and it's very you know it's very smooth generally yeah
1: yeah i know i guess but it's just for me it sounds amazing sounds so (laughs) interesting how um like i guess also it should sound very interesting for you because how much input do you uh you give the final show right it's just oh yeah yeah for me, your exactly, work there.
0: Exactly. The, the the coolest thing is when you design something and then you see the final, you know set built in three D with all the lights and colors and you you know it's like oh I did that you know in some way like I I was uh, you know doing the concept and the design. It's, uh, it's it's impressive yeah it's but it's a lot of people and a lot of effort for everybody so
1: I bet great I bet. team effort yeah so w- you said that uh, the um... Um, the TV and, uh, um, and the work is very pa- fast paced. Uh, what would that mean? So how long would it take from, let's say, you reading the script to you yeah. seeing the show? Or let's say, yeah, just seeing the show. Let's hmm. say. It
0: depends on the production. Um, I remember that on It's Pony um, I could see um, quite a bit of the episodes that were finished. Uh, on this project, um, there is more phases because we have 3D and, you know, there is more step. So it can take longer to see um, the final episodes. Um, and of course, you know, um, because my, co- my role is at the beginning of the production, yes. um, it can take quite a long to start to uh, watch the final episodes. I ring, uh, and sometimes you you get another job and, you know, they're still finishing
1: okay. the previous
0: project. You <laughs> can happen. So, yeah. yeah,
1: so it's still, like, would be about, I don't know, like, months year or sure. years? Yeah. One year, okay.
0: Yeah, it could take um, more than a year to, for my role,
1: for
0: yeah. all the episodes, and could take one more year to, you know, start to see all the episode I but it really depends on the production. I'm not sure for my current one, because... Uh, it can change you know it's always yeah yeah, yeah. no of course yeah it's indeed. ever
1: changing um but uh, uh do you is there something like a standard like number of episodes that you would straight be working on because i imagine like it's not good to change a concept artist like in the in the very first stage of the production
0: um like you mean like how many episodes yeah how so many episodes
1: from. straight yeah there will be in making mm-hmm. or it really depends um hmm.
0: I'm actually not sure for my, Just curious. <laughs> and, um, for my previous one, I think it was uh, 20 episodes for the okay. first season. And then, but yeah, I can't remember.
1: That's a lot. Oh my God. That's a lot <laughs> yeah, of environments. Lot of,
0: yeah. it's a lot of, you know, like we can reuse luckily. So uh, they try, you know, when they write episodes, they try to um, reuse what we already created. So, they tend to limit it because, you know, it can be both uh, a matter of budget and also a matter of uh, time.
1: Yeah, yeah, Because you have to
0: deliver the, the episodes. So you try to um, reuse what you have and, you know, trying to make wise decisions on what to create new. Yeah. You can reuse
1: that is also interesting because when i'm watching kids shows together with my kids i'm always thinking like oh this is so nice they're using the same environment because probably that's for the kids for familiarity yeah because kids don't like new stuff they're really just like the same old <laughs> yeah
0: exactly and if you start to you know like a show you want to see some of the you know
1: yeah r- yeah of course <laughs> okay so it makes sense for everyone of course yeah Yes. <laughs> So now the, the other thing that I was also curious about is, um, you know, um, sounds like you have this, an amazing job and I'm sure many people would be like, oh my God, I want to be (laughs) this guy. So what do you think was the important, the most important thing that you learned to make you who you are or to put you where you are? Um,
0: well, of course I have to say that it starts with a passion since I was a super little kid, (laughs) like about five, I remember that I was already drawing. So it has to be a passion at the beginning, I think. But then you have to study a lot. When you grow up after high school, you need to you know actually uh, start to, yeah, you have to study and become, and trying to uh, switch to a professional artist is not easy. You have to work hard. You have to do a lot of work, research, but um, it's not impossible. Like some people were like, it's like "Oh, uh, can you get there to work? You know, draw cartoons, and you know, you do what you love for a job." And, and yeah, it's true. Uh, I think it came out. It came naturally to me because you, you know, you watch what, what I can do: illustration, graphic design, or maybe I want to do something that is actually moving. So you, you watch animation, and you know, you want to. I wish I could, you know, draw for this company, this big film, and that's how actually it starts. It is not, uh, and then you figure out maybe I can take a course, uh, and then you start to build your, your own portfolio, and you start to showing it around. You attend uh, animation events. That's really the best thing you can do. <laughs> so that's okay, a good so that best I would, thing. Okay,
1: uh, the best thing you can do is attend animation events right yes
0: <laughs> even if if you're a student if you're just curious and if you want to know more because when you when you meet the artist you know people that is already doing the job that you want to do they can give you a lot of precious advices they can inspire you they can teach you you know great lessons they can actually help you in making other connections that can potentially, if you are, if you have a good portfolio, they can actually give you a job. So it's definitely, you know, sometimes you just apply through internet, send emails uh, and they can, it can work, but sometimes it's just, you know, true connection really. Uh, it's super important that you, yeah. you, you, you reach out to other
1: artists. Yeah. What's your favorite animation event that you've ever been to from, from like the whole
0: um i love in europe is definitely annecy and yeah <laughs> which is an animation event uh, is the biggest probably in europe um and is in france um and i started with that one i've been there for i think for five years um you know one one year after the other and then i started more recently going also to ctn and Lightwalks uh, in la
1: yeah
0: so long flight for uh, from Italy uh, to LA and then of course from London, <laughs> but um, yeah, is very different from Unseen in terms of uh, these shows where these animation events were structured, mm-hmm. but it's like equally amazing. You can meet um, a lot of friends, artists. You can do you know recruitment events. You know you can talk to big companies, Netflix, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and you can ask them what they think about your stuff, which is pretty intimidating, but it's also, you know, they're usually very, very kind and, you know, no one is, no one is going to say, oh, this is really bad, why, why you put this on your portfolio, that's never going to happen. Yeah. And if it happens, just move.
1: Some, yeah, yeah, it's someone fine, else. right? It, it's yeah, like, exactly. Probably but not no, your I, moment. I, <laughs> exactly,
0: but not to be honest, I never. You know, I've always had a great time there. It's super fun. Yeah, and you you're you're just overwhelmed by all these incredible artists, and you, you just. You wish that it lasted a month
1: i know <laughs> but it's usually
0: just like three one week so
1: yeah yeah but luckily we're probably already at like you know past a good point of pandemic so hopefully yeah, all the amazing yeah, events yeah. are back soon we'll be
0: back i yeah. know that lightbox and ctn were doing and actually also see they were doing the online event but yeah
1: that was an online event me, exactly was,
0: actually 2020 for me was very busy, so I couldn't attend, but it's fine. I would yeah. prefer join when you can go and meet people. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, but there was uh, definitely life events are better, but yeah. you know, as like second yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, that was
0: the only option for, yes, <laughs> for exactly. the past year. But...
1: Yeah, I'll also put the links to the events. I'm like, I yeah. totally, you know, I can totally vote for everything you said. I love those two. I actually have not been, but to, uh, to all, but uh, I can trust your word because so many people find them like top, top, top. Um, yes. Yeah. And, you know, like, I just have like this final question. What mm-hmm. do you think um, m- like separates a good concept artist from a mediocre one? I don't want to say bad one because I don't think there was like a, something like mm-hmm. a bad concept, but there's just like, you know, mediocre artists that not everybody notices or just somebody who's trying hard but doesn't manage to you know either Mm -hmm. improve or get a job or get to the next level so you know what is this one thing from your perspective
0: yeah exactly actually perspective is one of the yes (laughs) fundamental we need to have to have a strong you know concept so i would say that um because i've been doing a bit of teaching online and you know a bit of workshop as well and actually a lot of uh, students were coming to me and asked, uh, you know, showing me their portfolio. So one thing that I was noticing is like, if you start from the fundamentals is always the best thing you can do. Just don't go and start to color and paint. So you have to kind of uh, deconstruct your image. So if you start from, you know, perspective, anatomy, uh, values, you know, you, you, you have, a, you, have a, you know, for example, a, a sphere or a cube and then you start to render it um, with your values in black and white so when you have all these knowledge you know perspective anatomy, and then you start to copy copy from the real world that can help you a lot and start to sketch you if you if you have your own sketchbook you make a lot of drawings so it's surely a lot of drawings um, you can copy uh, people from the real world or just uh, architecture so when you start to build your own visual library in your mind and then you are more confident, then you go from what it's realistic and then you start to, maybe you can start to do some caricature of it. So you start to push the shapes, uh, be more creative on it. You can start to develop in that way. And then you take the caricature step and then you move to something that is even more stylized. Like it could be a TV, um, a character that is correct that works for TV shows or 3D uh, shows, but you need to start really from what's in the real world. You know, to start from to observe real life and how things were work, work in real life to be able to deconstruct it into something that is more stylized. If you yeah, you know, so so don't. So the, a lot of artists are worried to oh, what's my uh, what's my style? Yes. What, uh, you know, like, I don't have a style. That's fine if you don't have a style because actually it's a good thing if you can be versatile because when you work in the animation industry, you have to be able to adapt to different things. So if you, if you are good at one thing is, you, you might be very recognizable on social medias because oh, that's, you know, that's the hardest that is always doing that kind of line, colors, and render. That's cool. You probably will get uh, a lot of jobs anyway. Yes. But I would say that if you can be versatile, that's a plus because, you know, you can show, I can do this, but I can also do in a different style so I can adapt more. So.
1: Wow, amazing. I think that was really, really valuable. So uh I also hear the same comment that you just mentioned like um uh, like I'm looking for my style or yeah. my portfolio is built with my style. Uh but so uh, yeah, surely
0: if you have these kind of fundamentals, it will help you to have a better quality when you show your portfolio, not just be mediocre.
1: <laughs> yeah, which
0: is something because it's a bit it's it's quite competitive field there is a lot it of It is talent. very competitive um there is a lot of talent so you really have to you know pop up stick out how do you say uh yeah. in some way so it can be whether you have a perfect technique you know perfect knowledge or first perspective and you know or it can be creativity you know after all you can be perfect so you pick one of the elements that you think about your art that is stronger, and then you push that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 for sure. Wow, this has been very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Enrico, before I let you go, we've got a little tradition here. Um, We've got a little questionnaire of, uh, there are about 10 questions, and you've got a sentence, or sentence tops, a few words, to reply each question. Okay. I try to
0: be cons- concise.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not okay. going to stop you, but on the back of your head, just keep that that you have uh, up to one sentence. Ready when you are. Right. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, what's your number one tip uh, for combating distractions when working from home?
0: Being focused and let everything else for the breaks that's true yeah
1: yeah (laughs) what's your favorite holiday or tradition um holiday uh christmas time okay (laughs) well that's great that we're just in it (laughs) yeah about um what's your favorite way to get in some exercise
0: um painting a lot
1: okay (laughs) and like sports
0: Oh, sorry, sports. Um, From home, just stretching.
1: Okay. uh, Push-ups. Yeah, Yeah. all the way, yes. What's your most
0: used emoji? Um, Scared one, the perplexed one, and the cheers one. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, What's your source of inspiration?
0: Um, Friends and artists. I have a lot of friends. That are artists and they're amazing and they're truly my inspirations
1: okay i hope they're listening they'll be like oh sure (laughs) (laughs) okay uh what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given
0: um don't be afraid to reach out show
1: your stuff more and make connections you're prepared huh (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) okay that's a good one uh so how do you celebrate little
0: victories um, with friends, dinners, I like dinners, quiet, uh, meetups with few peoples, really the people that matters to me. Um, if they are artists, even better, but I don't <laughs> <Yes>. make discriminations.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 of course they're not. <laughs> um, sure, no, <laughs> no, no. So if you could see one movie again for the first time, which one would you watch? Okay.
0: Probably. I uh, animation Coco I've seen it three times and every time I cried um, yes. and the other one is another one just because uh, Roma is amazing is live action
1: okay I'm just like you know taking a note not even mental note that, that one like... is, that one is, is great Roma okay Roma yeah yeah okay I'm like how come <laughs> I've never seen normally on this question I'm like the I. the cinematic
0: you know yeah is, okay is amazing
1: Okay, I'll watch that. Watch that we'll put that tonight. And uh uh finally, uh what's your backup career? Never had one. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I was like if I have a back plan B, I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> so yeah, no. That's um, the
1: way. That's I, I, the really, way. I really I really I <laughs> really
0: fight it for it, yes.
1: Yeah, no, I bet, you know, like it's, uh, I think, as you said, this industry is so competitive, you have to be really, really into it uh, and just, you know, go all well, in. Oh, yeah. Since I'm in London, it was
0: like, if I don't get another job in, a, in the animation, I was like, I want to do, you know, bartender, just coffee, it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. But that's not a career, that's just a job, yes. like until you get to the career. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: No, I, I, I've been always, quite sure about it to be honest
1: yeah I see uh,
0: lucky I mean
1: yeah well (laughs) awesome um like Enrico thank you so much I'm really grateful for your time and thank you for coming on the show for you know sharing everything you know I'm sure that so many people like myself found this very very useful and uh thanks again and I hope you have the great end of this holiday season
0: thank you Maria for having me it's been a pleasure and I can't wait to you know have you released out there yeah
1: sure all right Cheers. cheers thanks again Enrico bye wow that was a lot of cool information from Enrico Enrico thank you again for coming and thank you guys for listening so if you enjoyed the show give us a little like and if you have any questions whatsoever just post them here and we'll pass them on to Enrico and I will remind you again, next week, we're hosting a series of workshops on facial anatomy and likeness for all 3D artists out there. So if you're into this, make sure you click the link in the show notes or in the video description. And we'd love to have you on the workshop together with us. And I'll see you right here next week. Thanks again, bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Art Heroes Podcast. Check out www.artheroes.co for show notes, more interviews, and free tools made for you by our team of mentors. Tune in next week for more inspiration, and keep up the great work, Hero.